Let's all go to the lobby, la lobby, la lobby. Let's all go to the What is up, Brewskies? I, first of all, want to apologize. Why? Because we're very late. Oh. On on this not-so-sober October Mm. uh, final One Reel In horror special of the year. Mm. However, I like to go by the phrase, better late than never. Damn right. And so that's why we're here. So, you know, it's still fall. Yeah. You can still be spooky after October. Hey man, they put horror movies out in July. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter, does it? No, I no. don't think so. No. That being said, we are here to watch the return of the Living Dead, the very own 1985 Woo! feature film. With me, as always, is Marco Dupa. Sup, y'all? Uh, Marco, can you give us a rundown of what we have to drink today, since you were so kind as to pick it up? Of course. Uh, this is the way that we rust. An imperial stout from Tactical Brewing. Tactical. They do not have a cold read, unfortunately, for you, sir. There are some ingredients, though. Yes. Do you want to run those off? Yeah, do it. Conditioned on Tahitian vanilla beans. Wow. Ecuadorian vanilla beans. Ghana cocoa nibs. Ecuadorian cocoa nibs. And roasted pecans. Or pecans, if you're... You know what? Twelve and a half percent ABV. I don't know if I know what. I'll let the people decide. <laughs> I'll, I'll let them think on that. What did uh-huh. he mean by that? Yeah, I say pecans. Yeah, or pecans. You're supposed to say pecan. I say pecan. So you're one of them. I guess I am. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. 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 What do what do Southern people say? Pecan, right? Pecan pie. Pecan, pecan yeah, pie. pie. Yeah. Pecans. That's probably why I say pecan. 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 Got some pecans. It sounds it sounds fancy. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Pecan does sound trashy. Pecan. Sorry, maybe I have this all wrong. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the garbage. Maybe you're the trash, yeah. 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 I'm gonna crack this open and okay, get the Okay, yeah. Let's do that. It's a twelve point five percent. Twelve and a half, yes, sir. Twelve point five percent ABV. 5. So we're we are wrapping up the uh, not so sober October the correct way. Can can we also say before we before we get rolling that this this right here? If you're listening, the wax top. Uh, if you're if you're watching, obviously you can see what I'm doing. Sure. This was incredibly un- uh, unnecessary. Well, to add insult to injury here, which very it could be very real injury <laughs> <laughs> because we both slipped our knives a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. To to put to put such a thick glob of the wax on it, on top of it not being a uh cork yeah i mean come on guys yeah what you mean very very imperfect system you see when you're gonna do the wax top you've got to get it down to a science sure maker's mark and all the other like oh yeah yeah big famous the first one you think of right yeah maker's mark and and it and and it's down to a science they have the little strip you Mm -hmm. just strip it off it feels it's like a it's like a cheese you know the the, the little like laughing cow the mini cheese wheels Mm -hmm. you got there you just That's the way that you do it. It's great. Yeah, you, you don't you you don't dip the tip into a huge glob of wax. They overdip the tip. Way overdid it. Way especially, overdipped the and the disappointment we had when it was revealed that it was just a simple just, bottle cap. Just a, yeah, just a bottle cap. 
I mean, I hate to start negative here, folks, but, but we not, were a little disappointed, guys. Yeah. Sorry, guys. You know, we respect you. Hopefully, the beer is tasty and worth it. Let's find out. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I will say the beer is tasty. That's pretty good. Actually. That tastes like chalky milk. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah. All wow. those, all those, uh, the uh, nibs, foreign nibs. <laughs> the nib. I love, the, I love a good nib. It. Love a good foreign nib. Uh, just to be safe, I'm going to take a lactate because <laughs> chocolate makes me think it has milk in it. Yeah, it's probably good. I mean, it tastes like milk chocolate. It does. Let's not mess around. All right. But all that being said, we are here for one reason and one reason alone. And that is the return of the living dead. 1985 directed by Dan O'Bannon. And uh, I mean, featuring a lot of a lot of young punks, a lot, a lot of young, young punks, punks at the time, mm-hmm. and a couple of old timers. Um, you know, just to just to give you a, a little brief kiss of an idea yeah. of what this this movie was all about. Essentially, this group of of uh, youthful punks are cruising around looking for a party. Uh-huh. One of them is a bit of a yuppie, I would say. Yeah. Two of them actually are kind of more, or I'd say maybe more like three. Yeah. About three of them Stere- are yuppies. You get your, you get your stereotypical group of, of young teens. Yeah. Um, and the boyfriend of one of them uh, just got a new job to everyone's chagrin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, job, what a dick. Yeah, it sucks. Um, but he, he's working at a medical supply warehouse. Where they just happen to be housing, <laughs> uh, secretly housing these top secret um, corpses <laughs> that are apparently from the original Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Or the story, the true story that inspired the movie, yes. Night of the Living Dead. It's very self-referential. The, the story that inspired... Hey, hey come, calm down. Uh, yeah, the Night of the Living Dead. So um, these corpses have been there since, I think they said, 1969. Yeah. Um, and that the movie wasn't 100% accurate so they did, so that George Romero didn't get sued right by the government right uh, but they through some clerical error this company ended up getting the shipments of corpses in these containers of undead um, and so of course the youngster <laughs> who's uh, on his first day of the job the his his uh direct manager decides to show him these corpses and they end up sl- or he, the the manager himself ends up slapping it to say yeah these things ain't gonna ain't gonna bust out or anything like that and mm-hmm. immediately yeah all the stuff comes out nice nice dig at the uh you of uh, the government US yes army rather. yes and so watch from afar uh from there uh, both the manager and the youngster are infected by this mist of some sort. The the undead creature inside is missing now. Um, and suddenly everything in that building that was once dead, because they have these corpses and have dogs and, uh, uh, you know, like the display of butterflies that are pinned mm-hmm. uh everything starts coming to life <laughs> after that happens so 
clearly we can infer whatever chemicals in that infected everything in the area in that building to reanimate um they freak out uh they start hearing banging from the room that had a corpse in it formerly Mm. they let the corpse out to try to kill it via rules of night of the living dead right which is destroy the brain that doesn't work, my friends. <laughs> so they freak out. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. They start, starting to see the, the first changes. Right. The, yeah. Right. So we start to unearth the unearth Ooh. the truth of what zombies actually are, yeah. which are completely, like, not indestructible, but unkillable. Yeah. Like, he describes later on that if you were to chop them up in little pieces, the little pieces will continue to try to kill you. Yeah. So... You know, that being said, um, they chop up the corpse alongside the owner of that company, who they call to come in because they're afraid of calling the army because they don't want it to be unveiled that they've been holding these top secret corpses this entire time. Yeah. They don't want to get in trouble. And same thing with the cops. They don't want to call the cops because the cops will... You know, they, they could shut down the place. And right. They're worried about the, the company itself at this point. Because <laughs> at this point, they don't know. Well, they, they just think that, well, the only thing that's happened so far is, like, the corpses have been re- reanimated, reanimated in, yeah. in in just their office. Right. So, so this, like, we a, can, this is a containment thing. We can we just cover gotta, it up. Yeah. Yeah. Just going to cover this up. They're more day. concerned with the company's reputation than anything else. Yeah. Um. So... I'm going to I'm going to speed through now. Okay. I'm going to speed through, but this is this is the intro here. So, spoiler alert moving forward. Yep. What happens next is essentially they go to the next door uh mortuary where they talk to the mortician and because he's a friend, they ask him, "Hey, can we burn this body?" They don't say it's a body at first, but then they unveil that it's a reanimated body. And, of course, the guy's like, what the hell's going on? They explain what happens. They just say, look, you got to trust us. We got to kill this thing this way by burning it. We have to we have to cremate it. That's the only way to, to actually kill it, get rid of it. Eventually they do. But <laughs> doing that ends up allowing the chemicals and essence of the reanimated corpse to go into the atmosphere. And start raining down on everyone, uh-huh. including our young punks who are waiting outside trying to look for their friend. And uh, what just so happens to be a cemetery uh, right next door. So, <laughs> as you might assume, the corpses are reanimated from the cemetery. They start coming out, but they're also kind of smart. <laughs> yeah. And they're unlike other shambling undead they can talk. They're clearly um, focused on one thing, and that's brains. So I'd like to credit this movie for being the inspiration for whenever you hear a zombie go, brains. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Unless there's like some, you know, 1960s or 50s B movie where they say brains a lot. But yeah. I mean, this is my direct connection to knowing that zombies say brains and want to eat your brains specifically. Anyway, so long story short, (laughs) uh, our gang of punks 
gets slaughtered and uh, like gets cut off one by one as they try to get to safety. They meet up eventually with their friend who we find out now alongside his manager is infected with whatever chemicals cause the reanimation to happen. They are slowly turning into zombies themselves. Um, meanwhile, trying to fend off all the onslaught of zombies coming from the outside from the cemetery. They call for help. The help comes, gets killed, reanimated, you know, copy, paste, copy, paste. Keeps happening. The cops come, they get killed too. More cops come, they get killed too. Uh, So we're in a very desperate situation at this point. Um, Some of our heroes are separated, and um, but some are able to get to the phone line in the basement of the chemical company. And are able to reach out to the phone number to the army that was on the original canisters that the original undead guy came out of. They call them. And the army, their solution is just to literally drop a nuke. (laughs) In the middle of the United States. Yeah, in the middle of the U.S. In, uh, what is it, Kentucky, right? In, In Louisville. Louisville. So, essentially, we end with all of our heroes dead. Yeah. But, because they blew them up, it's essentially them cremating them. Yeah. So, their essence goes into the atmosphere. (laughs) And we can assume that the rest of the U.S., at very least, is now doomed. Yes. To the same fate. They imply that they have created the apocalypse. Right. With this. So, that is... That is 1985's The Return of the Living Dead. I, I only look because I colloquially call it Return of the Living Dead, but it's The Return, the, of, the the Living return Dead. of the Living Dead. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess off the top we should we should share that this isn't our first time watching. No. The Return of the Living Dead. Um, I'd go as far as saying it's one of my favorite zombie movies. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So... You know, I feel like it was a good safe bet, excuse me, for us to cap off the season that we love so much yes. of, of the spookies. Um, but that being said, as we have to on every episode, what are some things that you didn't like about this movie upon rewatch? Because it's definitely been, I think, about two years since I've seen it. Yeah. And I, you know... I won't say they were negative, but I did notice some new things upon rewatch again. Uh, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say because I think that this movie is like perfect. Yeah. So, uh, a, a nip. I mean, I, I the first thing that comes to mind is like some of the some of the acting. All of the acting. <laughs> all of the acting is terrible. I don't think all of it is. I, I think the only people who are convincing are the 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 guy who runs the morgue. He's great. Yeah. Loved him. Ernie. Ernie. Don Kalfa. I think was, he's was fantastic. Name, yeah. Uh the uh Juana Man is in this and, <laughs> and he's great. Uh-huh. Um Okay, all right, I'll take that back. There are some good performances. Yeah. I think Freddie and and uh and No, not Bert, but uh Frank? Frank. 
Well, I just realized there's Ernie and there's Bert. There's Bert and Ernie, yeah. Who interacts often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're friends, actually. They've yeah. been friends for 25 years, yeah. as they say multiple times, Ernie and Bert. Uh-huh. I literally just put that together. I feel like a jackass. No, I, I heard them say it, and I was like, mm, are you doing something there? Frank and and uh, and Freddie, both of them, they're they're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. Um they're bad, but but the thing is, even at, even that being a nitpick is like they're bad in the best way. But though. it works. It does. Is my thing. It does. That's why. Like I'm literally I'm grasping at straws here for nitpicks. Yeah. What What do you got? Maybe I could piggyback off of that. I mean, I and and again, this is only a nitpick, and I I I say that with an like underlined, bold, highlighted. Okay. Mm. Only a nitpick. I think that the character of Trash in 2023 is a bit exploited. <laughs> because, like, I get it. Like, I get what we're trying to do with her character. And I think it's really cool and actually, like, kind of edgy even for 2023. But the fact that she's naked the entire time. The whole time. Even as a zombie. Yeah. Is, like. The whole time. It. it but that's the thing. Like, it goes from exploitive and feeling gross to I feel like going over the top. She and takes her clothes off, and they're like, "Trash is." He says, "Get some light over get here." Get some light over here. Trash is taking her clothes off again, which I can't help but feel like is a commentary on the film itself, right? Like, I think the whole thing is 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 meta to the point of like every you have to think about like every line and every scene could be a commentary on something else, or it could just be a silly thing that's happening in the movie. It's hard to say. Sure, because uh, all of the stuff in the first. 10 to 15 minutes of the movie are a send-up of zombie movies before the return. Like yeah. All, all of it is like a parody Every, everything, or a send-up. Everything the, uh, especially like Frank is talking about is, yeah. it feels, it's funny because I feel like all of the older actors, uh, including Frank and Bert, are from like the Night of the Living Dead movie, like plucked out from that. Yeah. And placed into the 80s. Yeah. You know, like... And it feels like they're in different movies, but in a good way. Yeah. It's like they add a sort of like campiness, but also like a gravitas yeah. to it in a weird way. Yeah. They they add, they add like a, a been here before kind of like deal. Like a Twilight like, Zone kind of thing yeah. where it feels like they'd, they'd be naturals in like black and white. Yeah. You know? They kind of take control of the situation in a way that's like... Uh, like they would be, yeah. They 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 would just be ready to go in any in any of these situations. Yeah, like you put them back in those, and they would they would be the ones boarding up the house faster. Right. And like, well, and, they, and the relationship specific. Like, I'm getting into my my pluses here, but I think that because you're right, a lot of the acting is bad. And it's over the top, and it sometimes is that is like out of place. And this movie, I think for a lot of people, I'm not even going to say a nitpick for me, but I feel like for a lot of people will have them like, you know, like on uneasy footing as to what the tone should be. Mm. Because I, for one, feel like the horror elements of this movie work really well, but so do all of the comedic elements of it. Yeah. So there's a lot of times where you don't know if you should be laughing at this or if you should be horrified by it. I think if you go into it knowing that it's like a dark comedy, I don't think you can really mistake the tone. But if you just watched it randomly thinking you're watching a serious yeah. 
uh, horror movie. You could be like, oh, that sucks. It's stupid. Yeah. And turn it off. And then some things would happen. And you're like, well, that was pretty good. Like when 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 Trash comes back. Yeah. She's genuinely frightening. Sure. Yeah. And like the way that they, um, the 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 the. The effects that they use, or I guess mm-hmm. the practical um, makeup that they use yeah. on her when she bites the homeless. Yeah. Thing. Her mouth is like huge. You know, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, it's awesome. She looks, she could be the villain of a movie, yeah. of a horror movie herself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do see what you're saying about her character. Looking at it through a 2023 lens is is it's it's like all right. I mean, what really even is the point of her character doing what she does in the movie? But but then again, none of it really. They're all just caricatures. Sure, so like yeah. that's. I think that that's also part of the point. Is like they're not good characters, but they're all supposed to just be. The movie itself is like stock character, stock character, stock character. Sure, which is like it's a it's a it's a very deftly done or i shouldn't say deftly it's not deft but it is smartly done movie because it's not done with any it's kind got of like nuance or anything brains it's got brains <laughs> uh and so each each one of the characters is like you know here here's your here's your your yuppie characters here's your young punks yeah you know here's here's the smart character but then like they all just kind of eat it at, at, yeah. at the end. Like, well, it doesn't I think that that's kind of also the point is like it doesn't really matter. They're all just going to eat it. Yeah, and I I feel like also what's conflicting for me in it is that yes, you're right. A lot of the characters are caricatures. I did say the vast majority of them are. But I feel like the relationships that they have are really well done. Mm. And at least for me, and and you know, this is something that I, I thought about upon like first watch and multiple watches since then, and even this one, is that like I care about like some of these characters. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, and then, like I feel a sense of like dread towards the end of this movie when I know they're all gonna bite it. Yeah, and I don't want that to happen. Like they make me care enough, and they they put these characters through enough that I'm like. Come on, like give them a chance. Let them let them make it. You know, yeah. like I'm rooting for them. It's not like a slasher where you're like, ah, all these scenes suck. You know, I hope they all die. Yeah. You know, it's it's fun uh, through the vast majority of it, but I find myself conflicted, especially towards the end when I know how this is all gonna end up. That I'm like, I'm actually like I feel bad a little yeah. bit but it never it never overwhelms in a way that like a movie like hereditary would where it's like this is dread this movie's just dread yeah. you should feel dread and that's it you know instead it's like it's that mixed with based on the soundtrack alone is like we're here to have a good time yeah and never lose sight of that this is fun this yeah. is a fun time but i feel like they did underline it with some and I think this is what's missing in a lot of B movies, B horror movies, is an undercurrent of like good character development and good relationships within those characters. Yeah. You know? They they make you they they are caricatures, but they are very easily identified. So that makes it so you don't need to spend a lot of time with these characters necessarily to know who they are. Right. And to start caring about them. Yeah. Because you've seen what happens to those that don't make it. And it's horrific. Right. And you start feeling this oppression of 
these un this horde of unkillable monsters and you want them inherently to make it yeah because none of them are so bad i feel that you're just like i hope you die yeah no you know? no like there's no just, one character that no like, they're and, and, and they're punks you know. they have shitty attitudes they're but they're kids and they're you know like they're out to have a good time yeah i mean there's there's some slasher movies or horror movies where somebody's like so bad that you're like when they die you're like yes finally yeah. that person that person deserved to go we were just talking about uh off the off mics uh tarantino in uh dust till dawn you know yeah like that's a character that you're like yeah he's a monster yeah when he finally goes you're like yeah he deserved that sure it, it was it was bound to happen and and and, and it should have happened yeah so uh, yeah i mean i i feel like that would be the only, and it's not even a nitpick. I feel like it's just something that people who aren't kind of attuned to these kind of movies may point to as like a weakness, yeah, or like a flaw. I I don't know how if you if you can find any flaws in this movie. I don't know. I think you know what we do on here is we we, we try to uh, intellectualize these things. Sure, we try to like. Break it apart, the fine fine tooth comb and everything. Yeah, yeah, but at yeah. the end of the day, like this movie, I feel like it's like I don't know. It's like if you can actually, you can you can you can nitpick and you can pick apart any movie really. Sure. But like, well, there's technical elements to it that like didn't age so well. Yeah, you know? that's. I mean, I guess that's another. Fine, that could be. You could look at that as like a nitpick. There are some 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 stuff in the movie where you're like, that doesn't look as good. But there are some stuff that looks great. Great. Yeah. Okay. Let's. I'm done with the nitpicks. If yeah. You are. Yeah. Fuck okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Let's it, just get into. Just so you so guys know. Exactly. This. Just so you guys know, it was hard to do the nitpicks. Yeah. If that's not clear. So moving into, you know, what makes this movie special? And I think you nailed it on the head already, which is the practical effects. I mean, nine times out of ten, they have aged flawlessly. Yeah. Like yeah. the 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 corpse woman that they bring in looks so looks creepy amazing. and gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. The 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 muck monster, <laughs> the original zombie. Yeah, the, the, the tar man. The tar man, yeah. The tar man is is um easily iconic. one of the most iconic uh, zombies <laughs> yeah i mean just like like vaults into the top five yeah as soon as he's on screen yeah the way that Incredible. he moves the like the, the more brains like <laughs> yeah. i mean everything like, his and, bulging eyes and they know it too because there, there's multiple times where there's just like a huge close-up on it yeah and it's like they know they this they, looks good they designed this and they were like look at him yeah we're gonna yeah. have we need him on screen as much as we can yeah and and it's like yeah man I would like to watch a whole movie of the Tar Man just going around killing people. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, agreed. It's fantastic. I mean, he I, bites. <laughs> he what? bites the one, the first guy's head, and he's just like brains, and he, he bites it like a coconut. Yeah, like an apple. <laughs> just <laughs> more brains. More brains. Oh, yeah. he's fantastic. Yeah, his shambling and kind of gooiness. The 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 shoulders. Yeah, it's all in the so shoulders. It's all in the shoulders. Yeah. Very creepy. Yeah, very just because he's dead doesn't mean he has to move like that, but he does. He does. I'm like, this guy's silky. Yeah. Silky smooth. He got that fucking... He got game. He got that ooey gooey. He got that ooey gooey. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, trash, when she... Like, I, I mentioned it before, but when she becomes a zombie, she looks amazing. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, just the... the 
the overwhelming horde of the zombies, the fact that like every time more help comes and they just get overwhelmed immediately is something that I thought was really fun that they did because it's mm-hmm. like it's really the movie is really telling you like they're not getting out. No, there's it's, no way. There's no help coming. Yeah. And if help does come, they're dead too. Like, yeah. They're it's not happening. So Yeah. Well that's underlined by the ending, you know, like there's no saving them. Yeah. They their salvation is an atomic bomb. Yeah. You know? And even that didn't No. <laughs> they are still doomed. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like wicked, man. Yeah, watching watching it for the first time, I was left so conflicted because I'm like, that was a great time. Also, it's very dark. Yeah, it ends in a way where you're like, oh, <laughs> that was shit. the end of the world. Yeah, like oh shit. Which uh, I don't remember part two and part three, but I would mm-hmm. like to rewatch those. I know they're not as good as the first one. Yeah, I mean, I've already I've already seen like reviews and I've seen people say like, ah, they should have just left it alone. But yeah, I do want to yeah. see part. I do want to rewatch part two and part see three. where they take it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I know that they get into like a like a more suburb or a more urban area. I think they go to like a, I think there's like zombies in the city and stuff like that. Sure. I, mm-hmm. I vaguely remember the details of, yeah. of two and three. I haven't I, seen, I haven't seen any other subsequent movies, but yeah, I do remember watching them when I was a kid and yeah, but this one, obviously is the, this is the one, this is the yeah. one that like stands out above yeah. head and shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else there's just, oh, man. I mean, the soundtrack's awesome. Soundtrack's great. Yeah. It's good sampling of, 80s punk yeah at the time and and um, even the and the and the score that comes back in every time that, yeah that you know like something bad is about to happen or is happening <laughs> so good yeah so good yeah agreed um yeah and I, like i said I, I i think again the relationships that these characters have even if they're very shallow characters i feel like they're strong enough to propel the the plot and to make you care. Yeah. When none of them make it out of this thing, yeah. you know. The uh, the intelligence of the zombies is really a really fun because this is as far as I know this was the first time that they were like I mean I mean George Romero explored that in his later. movies but not yeah. like to this degree until later. Sure. They were like these 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 zombies have one thing on their mind, and that's mind. <laughs> that's <laughs> the brain. They just want more brains. Yeah. And they'll stop at nothing to get it. And to that point, like, they use... Uh, they're, they're, they're sneaky. They're deceitful. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. They have... They're kind of funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. The tar man uses, like, physics to get the door open. Yeah. Like... He uses a pulley system. <laughs> what's another thing? And he uh-huh. just starts cranking it, and you're like, what are you... What are you what's happening? Yeah. He's like, I'm getting this door open. Listen, <laughs> I got brains and I need I, some more. <laughs> yeah. Using uh, everything that I learned in school to get this door open. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I mean, the the I- iconic uh, lines from the zombies: uh, "Send more, more paramedics." paramedics. <laughs> I, I mean, I think about that all the time. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just, I'll just, I'll just be like send more paramedics to mm-hmm. myself. It's it, it's it's just it's so funny it's so like it just it, it just works so well within the context of the movie yeah. it's just like man what i mean what an idea to put what a sure. thing to put in the movie sure this is so good <laughs> so good yeah and then they do it again and it works again it works like, again send, send more, more cops. cops it's like it just works again yeah 
They could have just they could have gone back to that joke five times yeah. and I would have been like, Yeah, it's send awesome. more soldiers. <laughs> just just keep escalating. Yeah. Send the president. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, this is it works every time. I mean they essentially hint at that at the end. They do. That the yeah. president's gonna be visiting yeah. uh the, the bomb site apparently. Which is a really funny maybe a maybe a nitpicky dumb thing to put into the end where like why why would he now visit the site of a of, of an atomic bomb? Like cuz they say he was going to visit Louisville and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we like I know he was going to visit, you know, he's still gonna it's fine." And mm. it's like, "What do you mean it's fine? There's going to be a hole in the middle of of the country." <laughs> They'll explain it away somehow. Yeah, I thought that was really probably yeah. not probably not a necessary thing. But again, well, I think it underlines the entire like idea of the movie, which is very anti-establishment. Yeah, it's it is so untrusting of the government, of the police, of the establishment. Do they they hesitate to to call the cops mostly because they don't trust the cops? Yeah, they're afraid of the cops. There's a there's a point where where one of the punks is like, we can't call the cops. They're just going to kick our ass. Yeah. And then on top of that, on top of that. The other fear that keeps them from calling the cops is the uh, the company's best interest. Yeah. So it's kind of it's like an also a sort of anti-capitalist movie yeah. too. Yeah. Which is really interesting. Like it, the end of the world happened because like they were afraid that their stock shares would go down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And it could have all been curtailed. Yeah. If once they killed the first undead guy again or like stopped him chopped him up they called the the authorities yeah should 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 have called the number on the thing yeah. immediately those two other guys would have been dead yeah already it's fine whatever that's, that's, that's it is what it is, is, what it is. And they would have known that too they that's burned them up and that would have been it for them yeah. no they they definitely could have made it out without the distrust of local and federal government yeah and uh and and their uh capitalistic interests yes which is great yeah it is a very punk movie. It's one of the most punk movies I've I've ever seen. Yeah, and even when it it's very punk and it's even it even makes fun of punk culture. Yeah. Oh sure. Which I think is even more punk to be like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. And and like we have we have a couple of characters to say like we we. Get which it. is so smart because any punk watching this movie, I I can, you know, I can gather the idea that at the time watching this, they'd be like, oh, f- you know, fuck this movie. Yeah. You know, they're making fun of us. Yeah. But the fact that it's so tongue in cheek and like it knows what it's doing, I feel like makes it work. Yeah. In a way that if it was either too self-serious or too uh, 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 parodying of of punk culture, it wouldn't have worked. Right. But I feel like the, the story itself is within itself really punk. Yeah. So... I don't know. For me, it works. I think if you are wa- if you watch it and you're like understanding the the ethos of it, the idea that they're trying to get across, <coughs> that you'll, uh, I think you'll, I think you would, I think you'll appreciate it. Yeah. And and you're being made fun of in a lighthearted way, and like the real point of the movie, kind of, if you get it, like outshines. Yeah. Smacks you in the face yeah. by the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I just want to underline. Uh, I think the the best thing I can say about the movie is that it does both dread and comedy really well. Mm-hmm. I feel like these are, I mean, second maybe only to the Twenty Eight Days Later zombies. The zombies I fear the most. 
They're 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 legitimately frightening. Uh, the thing that always gets me about them, and also like the deadites, is that they're smart enough to talk to you. Yeah, and especially if you know the zombie, the formerly alive human, yeah, they can fuck with your mind. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I thought like one really like poignant scene towards the end was when the uh, the mortician was there with the the yuppie girl. Yeah. And he, he pulls out his gun and points it to her head. Yeah. Because he knew that the the her former boyfriend was coming up to kill them. Right. And he'd rather kill her yeah. than have her get killed by the, the zombie. Right. Get eaten eaten alive. I mean he was getting in one way or the other. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I, I just the the way that that scene worked out where he was talking to her and saying, like, you're making me hurt myself. Yeah. To try to get, to get to her, like it evoked, like that is that scene in itself is completely horrific. There's no comedy to that at all. Yeah, it's very it's very fucked up. Yeah, it's and, very scary. And, and 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 it's and it's also underlined by the fact that, um, Frank had the wherewithal and the, uh, I guess, awareness or self awareness to be like, I'm I'm a monster now. My life is over. Yeah. And instead of attacking someone or trying to like preserve whatever whatever existence this is, yeah. Like I'm, he I'm a monster. Her. I'm dead. I'm and then he kills himself. Yeah. So it underlines the fact that like there is some There yeah, there's an ability to like self control in a way. Yeah. There's a consciousness of it where like most of them and I guess maybe that's kind of maybe we're, we're maybe overthinking this or maybe this is what Day, Dan O'Bannon was trying to get across. Yeah, like, there is a point to the fact that like most of them woke up <clears throat> and their first thought was self-preservation. I need to stop the, because the entire idea behind them wanting brains is that apparently that's the only thing that drives them that helps them stop hurting when they're dead. Yeah, and even that is such a such an interesting idea that doesn't I don't know how often that gets explored in other movies like that's such an interesting idea that like they're not just monsters trying to kill people there right. is a motivation behind yeah. what they're, they're doing they're in pain they're in constant pain yeah we it, very early, very smartly actually early on they talk about how painful the process of death is it's on the great. body such a great thing to set up right and so when we see our two characters who have been infected by this chemical start to go through the process of death yeah. as they're still conscious. Smart to explain what rigor mortis is. Sure. Then bring it back later. Yes. For the This layman. movie is full of great setups. Yeah. Great setups and payoffs. Yeah. It's full of it. Um, but, yeah. So with, with <laughs> that completely pays off. I can't help but feel like this may be a commentary on like drugs as well, mm. and maybe that's just because we watched Talk to Me recently. Yeah, but I I feel like there is something underlying there where it's like the existence of life in itself is painful. Yeah, some people try to find the most destructive thing to quell that pain, even if it hurts other people. Right. Whereas others can be selfless and try to, you know, not inflict that, not outwardly inflict that pain on others. Mm. So a character like Frank was able to not be overcome by that urge to 
go after others because he's in pain. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. You know. I didn't really think about that. But yeah, that's a, that's a that's an interesting read on that. Yeah. I could see that. Because they're like fiends. You know, yeah. they need brains. Brains, yeah. brains, brains, brains. That's brains. all they're thinking about. Brains. Yeah. And so and they mentioned PCP earlier on. And they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Yeah, I could see that. That's that's yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, I mean it 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 definitely in the long line of zombie movies that are trying to make a point, trying to say something with their subject matter using using zombies as a metaphor, which is always good. Of course, zombies are like the easiest thing to just we'll, we'll use these things as a placeholder for for everything. Whatever. Else. I yeah. mean, you can see it even now if you're if if you're still watching something like The Walking Dead. You know, like the zombies aren't the real enemy. The real enemy is the <laughs> we're people. the Walking Dead man. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like even that, as simple and as dumb as the idea is for that TV show. Yeah, like they're using the the walkers or the zombies as a as a metaphor for something else, and they've been doing it ever since the Night first Night of Living Dead. Yeah. yeah. So great stuff. Yeah. Great yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I really appreciate this this uh, version of zombie dumb. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I've, I've said it before. I think I might have even said it on the podcast that, like, how much I love this movie. I, I, I don't. I, you know, we're trying to find flaws in it, nitpicks and stuff. Yeah. I really, at the end of the day, I think it's, I think it's a perfect movie. I really do. I yeah. really think it's yeah. like the perfect '80s movie. It's funny you say that because that's the first thing I thought once we got to the credits i was like this is a perfect movie yeah it's it it it, it whatever it sets out to do it does and yeah it, it excels at it you know front to back it's it 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 starts and it and it's already setting up dread yeah. it's already making it's already uh, uh planting seeds in the movie the third step yeah even yeah. that like and and like you said every, every setup gets paid off yeah nothing no no stone no stone gets unturned right and then, and then the end is 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 the perfect like, no questions asked. Like this, you know, it's it's like, not one of those stupid like the movie ends, but then like, you know, the my e- hand comes out of the <laughs> the end question mark. <laughs> yeah, no stupid shit like that. It is it is you know exactly what's about to happen because right. you just saw it on a smaller right. scale. Which uh, to me is the kind of the most punk thing about it is it's like everyone's dead. Fuck you. Right, you know, like that's right. That, that's There's what no it fucking is. hope. Have a good time. Yeah, and it ends on a fun rock song. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of of <laughs> of other things that I liked about it. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just perfect. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I don't, I don't want to add any more because I just want, if people haven't watched the movie yet, I just want you to watch it for yourself, even if it's been ruined for you in this podcast. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen The Return of the Living Dead and you're a fan of zombie movies, send-ups of zombie movies, sure. send-ups up, send of horror movies, if yeah. you like like uh, parodies and intellectualization of movies, like Scream or something like that, it's goofy and silly and, <laughs> yeah. and weird and punk and and very 80s and the Dark aesthetics comedies. of it are very 80s and the you know it's very it's very timely so like you know like with trash's character it's like you know you can't really view her through the lens of 2023 if you do you will come away from it with something sort of of like a you know that was kind of gross but 
the idea of it, the exploitation, I think, is also the idea. It, no, it totally is. And and I, I want to say, too, I think what they do with her is actually interesting. Because, first of all, she... And this is after watching like plenty of 60s and 70s movies where women do get naked, but it's usually not from their own accord. Yeah. So the fact that she she took off her own clothes yeah and danced around on her own accord yeah is important to note yeah and kind of empowering in itself yeah she wanted to do it and also the fact that she at first can be an object of lust but then becomes an object of terror by the end of it i think is an interesting thing to do with her character and you also kind of feel sorry for it too because uh before she even becomes a zombie like there's there's the moment where like you know she's she's very humanized when when the rain starts falling and it's and it's like burning their skin mm-hmm. and stuff and there's that genuine fear yeah for her and from her in the movie yeah where she's like genuinely afraid and she becomes very because in the it, it, when you first encounter her character like she's she's you know she's abrasive and yeah and and, and you know weird and like oh like very gothic and like i love the dead i love to think of death yeah and she's you know, she wants to hook up with uh, with homeboy. I forgot his name. The the the, the leader punk. Suicide. Suicide. That's mm-hmm. right. Suicide. Yeah, it's, you spooky suicide. <laughs> and then that even that comes back. Yeah, it's like I'm spooky. Like yeah, you're spooky. Uh, right. But he he is offended by hearing that. Yeah, he yeah. is. He he's yeah he's offended by that. He and he and and his whole thing is like this is there's a point to all this. Yeah. You know. So and, it's in and a costume. Even that, like that's that's played up as a joke. Yeah. But it's also kind of kind of poignant where mm-hmm. he's like, you know, you guys don't take me seriously. Like he's like he's a sensitive guy. Where yeah. he's like, fuck you guys, man. Yeah. You don't you, you take advantage of me. You only call me when you when you need a ride. ride. And and I'm you know, I'm more than than this. Yeah. And uh and then he gets his fucking brains ate. It's true. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. So no one's safe. No one's safe. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, with that being said, Marco, what would you give this movie out of six bottle caps? I give it a six bottle. I give it six bottle. Caps. I can't agree more. This is easily a six out of six bottle caps. I'm glad we were able to end on it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if it would get a six out of six before rewatching it, but I, yeah, I mean, I'm fully comfortable giving it a six out of six bottle easily. caps. Easily. Easily. One of my favorite zombie movies, uh, and that says a lot because I'm. Pretty big zombie head. Do say so myself. Guy likes the zombies. I like the zombies. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, I guess that's it, right? Yeah. It's the end of our not so sober October. It is. It's the end of the journey for this year. This is the end of our uh, one reel in horathon. Mm-hmm. Um. The end. You got anything else to say to the folks out there about? any of the the movies we watched or this this journey over the the month of october uh yeah i have two things to say watch all the movies that we did because for better or for worse all of them are worth watching I sure think. and yeah. i know that we were really harsh on possession, possession yeah but even even possession i think we even said that it's worth the watch oh it totally is yeah yeah that's not so, clear <laughs> yeah yeah it's worth the watch i think all all four movies that we did this month are you know, to varying degrees, Jesus Christ, <laughs> come down like a, st- <laughs> a stampede. <laughs> Go that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. All all of the movies that we've done are worth worth the watch. Yeah, and 
if you guys have any suggestions on movies that we should watch next year, because uh, we can watch. I mean, we'll do classic movies, sure. do movies that we're probably well. Obviously, when we come back around to this next year, try to balance it with like I think what we did this year was was good. We did we did like you know really weird kind of esoteric one. Mm-hmm. We did a very modern, yeah, very well received movie, sure, uh, kind of goofy movie, and then like a B movie. We can watch. Classic. We can watch a very goofy. movie. We could watch a very goofy. Yeah, an extremely goofy. <laughs> Wow, that's yeah, an extreme. Let's goofy let's movie. let's let's roll it back a little bit. Let's do a sorry, very sorry. goofy movie. Okay, yeah, 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 we'll do a very goofy. A kind of goofy movie. Kind of a sort of goofy movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would say watch all of them, and if you have suggestions on what we should what we should do next year, we're all ears. That would be yeah. That would be what I. I agree. I, I agree. Uh, we will be back next week with a regular one beer in podcast. Uh, but you know, expect to hear from us soon about some more one real ends because I think we have a few things in the can that oh, are, yeah. are ready to rip, wrap, and roll. Rip, wrap, and roll. That's uh, shit. Yeah, but thank you, thank you all again for for joining us on this journey. I always appreciate your time. And as Marco said, let us know what you think, please. Let us know how we can improve this thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let us know what you want us to watch. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what you want us to drink. Yeah, yeah. That being said, I would like to wish you a good evening. A good evening. Let's all go to the free, 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 free